With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, the things that Gates forgets because he's a fucking piece of shit. There's no other way to put it, right? I could come up with all fancy words. Where I come from, he's a piece of shit. You know, there's megalomaniac. There's all kind of terms and adjectives. We can play that game. Pretend that we are a product of the Ivy League. I am not a product of the Ivy League. I married somebody who is. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm a state university ham and agger. And I barely got out of that alive. Somebody said, somebody was public sphere was questioning Rutgers University and saying anybody who went to Rutgers keep an eye on them I agree <laughs> if you knew the battles I had with the administration at Rutgers oh my god <laughs> I needed lawyers to graduate from there okay so, <laughs> so don't think I'm some product of Rutgers I'm proud product of Rutgers I didn't necessarily like them and they certainly didn't like me I treated, I treated undergraduate paying my own way a lot like prison. You got to do what you got to do to get out as fast as you can. So whatever Rutgers represents today, it certainly doesn't represent me, and it didn't represent me at the time either. I remember one of my first classes at Rutgers, I had this fucking socialist professor. He said, how many of you got, this is like, by the time I got to Rutgers, I was a little older than most undergraduates. I was like 23 because I was paying my way through. I'd been kicked out of one college already for writing newspaper articles and rebel rousing. Can you believe it? First fucking class. Like, God is up there saying, oh, you think it's going to be different here, buddy? I'm going to throw you a curveball on the first day. Let's see if you can hit it out of the park. This snooty fucking yuppie teaching class. I'm looking at him like, this guy's probably a year older than I am. Uh, he says, how many people here think that they're bootstrappers? That they got themselves here on their own? I didn't raise my hand, but that was definitely my description of my plate. And a couple people raised their hand. And then like, he's like, The state residents of New Jersey put you here. You owe them. You have achieved nothing on your own. It's like it was reminiscent of Obama. You didn't build that. You know, that, that kind of insanity. And I'm like, all right, am I going to shut up on this one? Or am I going to, first day, am I going to 
I said, fuck it. I'm jumping in. And I said, you, Professor, you really feel that way? I'm saying, you're, you're a, a resident of the great state of New Jersey. You feel that way? That the, the, uh, the residents of New Jersey are responsible for getting everybody here? And he said, yeah. I said, okay, cool. So when my tuition bill comes in, can I just give it to you and you can take care of it? <laughs> you can spread it around to your friends in New Jersey? Isn't that how it works? Isn't that what you, you said that, right? That class didn't go well. <laughs> This is like, anyway, sidebar. That was a sidebar, obviously. Gates and his wing monkeys, these guys are licensed killers. They really are. And, you know, whatever you believe about uh, what happens after you pass on or cross over or leave this rock, move on to the next dimension or whatever you think it is, there can be no rest for somebody like this. To have so much money and so many resources, and to piss them away on evil little plots and fucked up little sick, twisted plots that really amount to a crazy kid torturing bugs and animals as, as a youngster. It's like running around. And, we can do this, and, you know, poor people shouldn't be. They shouldn't live. It costs millions. What about... What about people who've paid into a system their whole life? They've worked their whole lives. See, Gates doesn't understand this, and the rich people don't understand this, and the wealthy don't understand this. People play your game for their entire lives. You've manipulated them at every turn. You've used them. You've profited off their back. Whether you profit off their sweat, of course you do. The government does. Other people do. At every turn, you fuck them. You manipulate them, and then you marginalize them, besmirch them. But they've played your game. They've played the home game their entire lives. Most don't complain. Most don't bitch. They just shrug their shoulders. Some cats will pick up a six-pack here and there, smoke a fucking bowl, smoke a bong, whatever, go about their business, taking care of business. They don't complain much. They certainly are not in the streets with pitchforks. They've played your game. You've profited off them time and time and time again, taxing them, putting a tax burden on them. And at the end of their lives, if they cost a couple million dollars, or Gates said, it's like spending a million dollars on the last three months of the patient's life, wouldn't it be better? Not to fire those 10 teachers. Fuck those 10 teachers. They've been on the public dole since they started working. First of all, put things in perspective. A million dollars that a hospital bills out for medical services is not a million dollars. You're not getting a million dollars worth of health care. Right? You're getting an inflated version of health care, billed at an exorbitant rate of $1 million, as an example. This guy is too fucking stupid to even understand that. So let's say it's $250,000, right? $250,000. Well, that seems like a pretty good bargain. 
for somebody who's played the game their whole lives. Now these guys, these guys want to rewrite the rules. We don't care if they played the game their whole lives and they were good little soldiers in our little fucking war games and our game of risk, and they lost every battle they ever fought on behalf of us getting richer and richer. We're just sick of them, so we want to wipe them out at the end. No, it doesn't, get, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. Now you cross the fucking line. And that's why guys like this, I'll just say it, there has to be a, a special place in hell for all these sons of bitches. What's our reward for playing your game? There is none. See, that's why the entire thing's rigged. It's set up. You know what, though? We're going to unrig it. I got some plans we're working on. We're going to level the playing field as best as we can for being a small group. The uh, the beginning of this uh, journey, this odyssey into broadcasting was to use words spoken instead of words written to break stories and break through to people. And uh, we're going to keep that the mission going. A couple of things in the, in the process. And uh, whenever somebody, uh, you know, whenever somebody, f- I could say this <laughs> in, in a very well-chosen word salad, or I could just say it like I'm from Philly. Why don't I just say it like I'm from Philly? When somebody fucks with me and plays games, there's a little bit of an incubation period. I take a step back. I say, all right, what are we going to do? What is the big man trying to tell me? Because he's always trying to tell me something. So instead of going all half-cocked and doing things, I just take a step back and say, maybe I'm trying to be told something. Maybe there's another direction. Maybe the way we're doing things, although it was working out great, maybe that's not the grand plan. Maybe we need to figure things out a little bit better. And, and that's what we do. And, and I think that's what you folks should do, too, when there are different challenges in your, in your life. Don't sit around and say, oh, what was me? What was me? Pity part like Trump. Mr. Pity Party. The guy was a fucking president of the United States. And he's tweeting when he was president. Somebody better do something about this corrupt FBI. I mean. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Don't sit around. Don't be like that dope. The victim. Life doesn't slow down for victims. Victims get run over. They get fucking steamrolled. Don't be a victim. Now, you could be fueled by your victimhood. Somebody fucks with you, say, all right, well, guess what? <laughs> you just gave me a little nuclear boost to make sure I come back strong and I persevere. So we're going to do that. I think we have some pretty good ideas of what we're going to do. Um, so stay tuned. And... Uh, <laughs> It's stunning, though. It's stunning. What is the price? What is the reward? What is the upside? We're supposed to be winning all the time. Remember Trump said, people like us, I said it last week, man, I really resonated with people. Man, I got so much feedback on it. We don't ever win. We don't win. We're not supposed to win. The whole thing is rigged, so we lose all the time. We're the Washington Senators who play the Harlem Globetrotters. We never win. We sometimes get close to winning, might win a few things, take a couple steps forward, and then next next thing you know, four or five steps back, and you're like, 
What's going on here, right? <laughs> the fact that they would now say, you know what, at the end, fuck you. We're just going to wipe you out in one way or another. <laughs> Euthanasia for the poor. That's what this whole thing has been about. Death panels. Gates said, we're not allowed to talk about death panels. Moby, you fucking sure as shit. Rolled out a program. Rolled. R-O-L-L-E-D. Rolled out a program. Makes death panels look like a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese's. In fact, we just heard from somebody on pain.tv. I will find it for you. and We will cover it. Quick note, another post from uh, Lights of Albuquerque on uh, pain.tv. This is insane. Britain is reporting that there was a 39% increase in deaths from irregular heartbeats in May this year. People are suddenly dying from heart problems. What's going on? It's a post of a tweet. Well, we know what's going on. <laughs> we know what's going on. We've said it on here. I've gotten in trouble for it. And uh, we're going to litigate it. That's uh, in develop <laughs> developing. I'm not going to take shit from these fucking people. You want to play? We'll play. I'll fucking fight anybody. I will fucking. <laughs> and I don't lose. I don't lose. I just don't. I refuse to lose. Even when I lose, I refuse to lose. Does that make any sense? <laughs> What's going on is exactly what we've talked about on here. The greatest cover-up in human history. I had a laugh at this Candace Owens. She did some kind of documentary on Black Lives Matter. She said, the greatest cover-up in history. And I was thinking, oh, this, I hope this is about COVID, not Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is like a grain of sand compared to this. You would think Candace would, would be covering this for the uh, African-American community because that's who Fauci and his buddies target, the poor communities. Poor whites, poor blacks, poor Latinos. That's who they target. That's who they press. That's who they have under the thumb. I would think if you were a, an advocate for the African-American community, you would want to look into that. Black Lives Matter, that's, that's safe. Isn't that safe? Boy, let's go after Black Lives Matter. You're late on it, first of all. You're late doesn't matter. You're late. Just like people writing books about Epstein. Oh my god. You mean you mean he trafficked girls? <laughs> you mean he raped girls? Wow. Great fucking book. <laughs> what? You're late. You're fucking late. In this business it only matters if you're early. It only matters. Folks, I know you're enjoying the episode because you keep coming back here, so we must be doing something right. Uh, in order to have a place that you can keep coming back to, we would appreciate get some skin in the game. We have a hot wire coming up. If you don't belong to Paint.tv and Hotwire, you're going to want to. Uh, the, the next episode, as we talked about focusing on your stocks and bonds and and securities or any investments you may have or may plan to have in this volatile situation, environment, chaotic, turbulent landscape. And so we're going to focus on that. But beyond that, folks, 
have inquired, believe it or not. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The kind folks who listen to us, how they can help out around here. Well, if you join pain.tv, that certainly helps. But in Hotwire, of course. Other folks who want to kick in can do it on pain.tv slash donate. And, of course, we talked about this on a regular basis. You can leave a a review on Apple Podcasts. The young folks say that helps. Plain and simple. And share this show with friends of yours and help spread the word so we can keep growing. That's the name of the game. We have to keep growing. We grow organically. We grow grassroots. We grow from word of mouth, and we appreciate you using your words and your mouth to help spread the word about the Thomas Paine podcast. And it's uh, tough sledding these days for truth tellers. It really is. And so we we have embraced that, just like we have many of the challenges since we came back into journalism and remained independent regardless of uh, so many different trap doors and facets and, and uh, challenges and obstacles and roadblocks just with a simple mission to have a show where you can tell the truth and a number of different shows and we've done that but it's getting harder for us so you know the drill folks (laughs) there's a lot of things being bandied around here about whether this show goes behind a paywall or not so um and I've been very open about that. There's no secret. It's not something we want to do, but our hand might be forced. But for now, that's not happening. And I don't ask for much. Uh, but I'm asking you perhaps to get some skin in the game. And you're going to get something out of it, of course, especially if you join Pain.TV. Especially Hotwire, where we say things on there and talk about things on there that we certainly can't say on here any longer on the public side. And that has turned out to be a massive windfall and benefit for folks and i wish i could play those episodes on here but i can't we appreciate your support if you want to broaden your horizons intellectually make contacts learn and perhaps teach other smart people that's the place to help out and make sure we keep rolling rolling along regardless of what roadblocks these folks put in front of us and with your help we can overcome And with your support, we certainly have endured. Appreciate it. Take care. I don't know how these people call themselves journalists. Well, certainly they are not. They're entertainers or something else. They're working for the man. They're working for intelligence community. (laughs) Reminds me of somebody sent me a clip. Tonight, I guess Tucker uh, had the day off. And suddenly somebody was standing in. I, I don't know who it was. For Tucker, and they start talking about World Economic Forum. I have to get Tucker out of the chair to talk about the World Economic Forum. <laughs> Tucker was down Mar-a-Lago waxing Trump's cars. 
<laughs> he had to take the time off. I talked about this uh, now close to two years, I guess. Yeah, it'll be two years in December, and it's almost December, that they would target the kids, they would wipe the kids out, this would be dangerous, and boy, did we take a lot of shit. I don't give a fuck. You know what? I don't care if somebody says I'm wrong, if we've done our homework here, and we know that we're not wrong. And it takes years for things to come out, and people say, wow, that fucking guy, way ahead of the, how did he do that? I don't give a shit if somebody says I'm wrong. I don't give a shit if I get demonetized. I don't care if I'm... I expect to be censored. I expect to be hassled. This has been going on since grade school. This is not new. (laughs) We usually have our day in court, and it's complicated, and it's a hassle, but this is the way you play it when you tell the truth. It never goes smooth when you tell the truth, ever. It's an uphill battle no matter where you go, time and time and time again. Where's that other piece I saw on pain.tv? Because I talked about a family friend has family friend yesterday who has stage four cancer. It was in cancer was in remission. And guess what they got? The jab, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, stage four. Well, we'll turn on our love light a little bit here. Uh, A post from Wendy D on Pain TV. You like that little rhyme? Wendy D. I was listening to Mike's podcast this morning when he talks about his family member having stage four cancer. Right after I heard this terrible news, my daughter came in the room to tell me she just read one of her Facebook friend's parents had both been diagnosed with stage four cancer within two weeks of each other. These are two lovely human beings. I had run into them while running errands one afternoon right after they had gotten their jabs. Now this. Listen, I don't make this stuff up. We don't hunt for ratings. We don't care if anybody listens to this thing. (laughs) We we don't. And and you almost have to be that way. You can't be worried about numbers and money and things. You just got to tell the truth and see where the chips fall. I don't tell people this was going to happen as some kind of an operation, uh, whatever. People have accused me of many different things. We just want to tell the truth. That's it. That's it. It's not complicated. We have a skill set to understand schemes, scams, frauds, to dissect these things, to see angles long before anybody else can. It's not hard when you have one, experience, two, you're gifted. I'm fucking blessed. I'm blessed to have these things since I was a kid. Maybe because of the way I grew up. I don't know. Maybe it was always there. I grew up in a criminal household. There are criminal schemes about. Some people learn how to throw a football. Some people learn how to ice skate. Some people learn how to play piano. Their parents hone these different skills. They recognize, hey, there's a talent here. I got a front row seat in a drug dealer's house. So you learn things, whether you, you realize it or not. You might not realize it until you're 18 or 20. Like, that's a scam, that's a scam, that guy's a criminal, that guy's up to something. 
something's fucking off over here. Go in a restaurant, right? It's like a Jason Bourne movie when I go into a restaurant. My wife's like, you just calm down. Not everybody's up to something. Said, fuck, they're not. The fuck, they're not. <laughs> like I said about Sam Bankman Fried's girlfriend. Something's off there. Doesn't fit. <laughs> so we tried to tell people this just for the sake of warning them. Don't fucking do this. And took a lot of blow. I'm surprised. I'm literally surprised that we made it through. Every, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, it is wild. I said it before, just a couple dudes from Philly and their associates like Marie and VM and Bronco and the whole fucking rogues gallery behind this show can create that much trouble. It's stunning. But I'll tell you what, we never wavered in warning people, don't do this, man. There was never any hedging. Like, Hannity comes out. I think these things could be, you know, be careful out there the next day. I have to issue an apology. I got ahead of myself. Why issue an apology? You're worth $400 million. Tell Murdoch to go fuck himself. Fuck you. No, they won't do it. They won't do it. They have too much dirt on these guys, like Hannity and everybody else. That's why they have to play the game. Sell their soul. They've sold their soul, and they sell it every fucking night. They resell it every night. It's not hard to understand this. I think there's like rifts uh, with close friends and family. I don't know if they could ever be healed. And so I don't care. I don't care. I told my wife. She said, you know, maybe you're too hard on these. <laughs> She's not breaking my chops. She's like, you know. Maybe too over the top on your show about this. Babe, when you're trying to save someone's life, you can never be over the fucking top. And I'm not looking for a cape. I'm not looking for a fucking S on my chest. Nothing like that. I'm just trying to tell people, think before you act. Weigh, weigh your options. Use common sense. Use reasoning. Apparently those are skills no longer bandied about. No longer developed in uh, a lost art form, perhaps. She saw it too, my wife, in the healthcare business, healthcare industry. A lot of the people she worked with, uh, when the rubber was meeting in the road and they were threatened with uh, dismissal and uh, termination if they didn't get their jabs, my wife said, No, that's fine. Fireman, I don't care. Cool. I get a vacation. I told her, Take some time off, man. Take some if they don't want you to work, take the opportunity. Take some time off. Or we'll make do. We always make do. And uh, do something for yourself. If you have some extra time, do something uh, on one of the many things you never have time for when you're breaking your ass. You folks know what I'm talking about. Got a list of things you want to get to, you just don't have enough energy to get there. Might want to lose a few pounds, you don't have the energy to do a diet, you don't have the energy to you want to do a diet, but you don't know if you can actually handle it the first two weeks, you know, because you have lower energy and things like that when you're changing your your diet and you're tired. You say, fuck it, I'll, I'll get to it. There's a number of things you think you're going to get to that you never do get to. Maybe use that opportunity to get to some of those things. And then she 
bumps into these people now because it's been a while. And many of these people are sick who didn't tell their employers to go fuck off and who went and got their jabs. These are people in the medical industry, in the healthcare industry. You think they know better. I bumped into another guy I've known out here for a long time. I told him literally. I pulled him aside. I said, bro, you don't look good, man. <laughs> a departure from, hey, how you doing? Oh, great. Everything's great. Yeah. How's it going home? Great. Everything's great. <laughs> I don't fuck around it. I think maybe it's because I'm getting older. I'm like, dude, let me tell you something. You don't look good. You, you should see a doctor. He's like, well, what? What did you say? You see a doctor. Yeah, I, I've known you for a long time. You've never looked this bad. I'm not kidding either. I just fucking tell you. I will see if he heeds it or is like that guy. He's probably thinking that guy's an asshole. Nobody ever told me that before. Maybe nobody, nobody wanted to say something. You know, everybody tiptoes around everything. I don't want to tell him that he looks bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're 50 and you look like you're 70, maybe it's time to get a blood workup or something done. You know what I mean? So this is happening all over the world. I said it yesterday. I've said it numerous times. We've only just begun. We've only just begun. Marie Albanese had a fantastic tweet today. She sent it to me. Let me grab it. Because if I don't read it, I'll fuck it up. She'll be on tomorrow. I'm psyched about that. I like when she comes on. Takes a little bit of the weight off of the old man. And uh, she'll be shot out of a cannon for Friday's show. You don't want to miss that. I guarantee you don't want to miss that. Now, let me look on Twitter here. Whenever I log on Twitter... <laughs> I always want to see if my account's still active. <laughs> I'm like, well, every time I log on, I say, is it going to say I'm thrown off? No. Okay. It's like Twitter roulette. This has been going on. Maria had a fantastic uh, tweet. Um, she gave a screenshot of a news clip that says Tom Brady, Larry David, and other celebrities named an FTX suit. And the caption said, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady attends a news conference after a practice session in Munich, Germany, November 11th. A host of Hollywood and sports celebrities, including Larry David and Brady, were named as defendants in a class action lawsuit against cryptocurrency exchange FTX, arguing that their celebrity status made them culpable for promoting the firm's failed business model. I think O'Leary's and Mr. Wonderful's invested in that, too, of course. You know, it's amazing. We played a video of him the other day. I'm going to the White House. What the fuck are you going to the White House for? You're Canadian. <laughs> Get your Canadian ass. <laughs> Settle down. Go to the White House. You might be going to the big house before this. Is... Like that's going <laughs> to. All they care about is themselves. They got busted selling you down. 
They, I mean, they sell, billionaires sell you and I out every day, and multimillionaires sell you and out, you and I out every day. <laughs> they hate it when they get caught doing it. <laughs> well, Maria posted that big deal, right? It's what she said, which was fantastic. She said, "Read this and then apply the same strategy to all." the celebrities, influencers, politicians, and heads of government agencies who said the jab was safe and effective. Lawsuits when it comes to money, but not for the accomplices to democide. Now, I retweeted that, right? I thought it was fantastic. I go to my page. 31... Total retweets and 45 likes. A real cement head. On Twitter, it's like, what's the point? I mean, we use it, right, because it's free marketing. And that's all we use, free marketing. We don't pay anybody for ads and stuff. <laughs> Every, that thing should have 25,000 retweets. You know what the problem is? Most of the idiots on Twitter are vaccinated. You know what's funny, too, about this? Uh, some of the human nature. They know they made a mistake, but they're, like, doubling and tripling down. I'm going to get my booster. It's better. The alternative. Imagine how sick I'd be if I... Your fish food. Your fish food. That's all there is to it. <laughs> it's crazy. I had some other things I wanted to tackle. I don't know if we're going to get to that, though. Let me see. Yeah. A couple financial issues. We've been talking about keeping it real, so to speak. 